1: Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Blue Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus. We have a great show for you today, just Cody and I, with a ton of fan questions, a lot of baseball talk, and some Nazem Kadri trade talk. Well, I guess it's official now, right? Kadri's on the flames. Um, don't forget, I don't know where you don't forget football, man. Football is coming up, you. Hard Knocks has been great. I've been loving Hard Knocks. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, stud. I'm betting the the Lions week one, bro. That's a lock. I'm taking them plus three and a half against the Eagles. I already know that.
0: Interesting. I'm going to have to say you're probably going to lose that bet, but you know what, man? Honestly, the world is your oyster, my friend Johnny.
1: Well, either way, there's not much Rangers talk right now. We're in the dog days of August. You know, summer's pretty much winding down, falls right around the corner. But the Yankees and Mets. Okay, so this
0: is where we're going to start here.
1: Keep in mind. We were recording this Thursday. You guys listened to this on Monday. So we're fresh off that Donaldson Grand Slam. Continue.
0: Yankees were dead in the water. I said to Johnny, you know what? I'm gonna throw the boys a personal lifeline here and I'm gonna show up at the game. And uh, you just watch. they're gonna win tonight in dramatic fashion, and then their season's gonna turn around. And Johnny's texting me when we're down four to nothing. You never said and, that to me, by the way. <laughs> being like, Nope, I said it. I said it. And he was like, Oh, dude, blah 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 blah. All of a sudden. Boom, home run. Glaber Torres gets the boys going. Bottom of the 8th, boom, Rizzo home run. And then I'm watching this game and I'm like, holy shit, Chapman's actually going to get out of this with bases loaded and of course he lets a rip down right down the first baseline because it's what he does. He he blows, you know, big moments. But uh <laughs> Josh Donaldson, the one guy who I never thought would bail us out of anything ever because he stinks and yeah, he still stinks. Boom, he hit that grand slam and boy was it beautiful um but no all jokes aside i think they're gonna be fine like my panic my panic meter on the yankees is like up but it's not all the way up if that makes sense i would say it's like a six out of ten or a five out of ten you know some people are freaking out but like dude this team has like eight or nine guys hurt on it all right like they have five six relievers that are hurt severino's hurt stanton's hurt Lemay who's hurt That guy, Harrison Bader, they traded Montgomery for hasn't played yet. Like Mm -hmm. they literally have three or four position players in this lineup who haven't played yet. So it's going to be a very different lineup come playoffs. It's just a matter of if they pull the same crap they do every year where they're hurt limping into playoffs. And then like a week before playoffs is when they fully get healthy and they don't have enough time to like build that chemistry. So it's a matter of, you know, can they get healthy with like two, three weeks left in the season and then build on that chemistry.
1: Did you know Harrison Bader is apparently an Italian Jew?
0: Yeah, dude, he's uh, he's playing in the World Baseball Classic for Israel. Shout out, to no the way. boy Harry. Yeah, that's
1: sick. That's yeah. Sick. Well, I mean, what a perfect fit for New York, right? That's yeah, seriously. Awesome. No, I'm mean, I'm
0: very excited for him. I think he's gonna be a great addition. Um, and I'm gonna show some love to the uh the other side of of New York baseball. Mets are playing great. Um, I think they're really really building something special down there. Um, you know they do have Stevie Moneybags behind them, but. I think they're a good team, and I'm I give props where props is due. And I think they are playing some very very fine baseball. And the the difference is between the Yankees and the Mets right now is like the Yankees outside of the Astros and the Blue Jays. I don't see anybody being like a true threat to like sneak in that World Series. It's going to be one of those three teams. I don't care that the Yankees are playing terrible right now. Like it's going to be one of those three teams. Most likely the Yankees or Astros. But the difference is the Mets are playing really good baseball, but they have to get through like three or four really good teams as well in like the Padres, the Dodgers. I know the Padres haven't been playing well, but still the Cardinals have been playing well um, and then the Braves, of course. So it's like the way to get there is gonna it's kind of like you look at the Rangers in the Metro, right? It's like in the East, it's like whoever comes out of that East is is gonna be fierce, whatever. Whereas like in the West, they just really had Colorado and it's like, Colorado's the team to get through maybe like the flames or someone else, whatever. So it's kind of similar in that regard. So the Mets definitely have a tall task ahead because they need to get through so many other elite teams. Whereas the Yankees have the Astros and like, yeah, the blue Jays are playing well, but I have a lot of questions about their rotation. Um, that being said, like I wouldn't be surprised if the Mets did make the world series and you heard it here first. Like I wouldn't be shocked. I, I you heard mean, it here
1: first. I feel like they're the favorite. I feel like they're no, dude, They're definitely yeah. not the favorites. I mean, I Dodgers. I don't think
0: yeah. And dude, the Braves just won the World Series. Like I don't True. think you can you can. The Mets haven't had postseason success since 2015. Like you can't say, hey, this team's the favorites. Like it doesn't work that way. It's like the Rangers, right? They come mm-hmm. into the uh, into the Stanley Cup playoffs, and like nobody's out there saying like, oh, this team's for sure making the making the cup. Like yeah, they were a good team and like whatever, but. Um, that being said, I mean, the Mets do have arguably the two best pitchers in the league. So, you know, it's, uh, they have, they have a solid shot. I will say they have a solid shot, but again, I wouldn't count my eggs before they hatch or chickens or however the hell that's <laughs> whatever that saying is <laughs> because, and the reasoning for that is because dude, anything can happen in the world series. And once you get into MLB playoffs, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, Mm -hmm. one pitcher like look at clayton kershaw he was the most dominant pitcher in the league for like the last 15 years before maybe the last like two or three years horrible in the playoffs so it's like it's totally dependent on like the scenario and like lineups and you know stuff like that so it's going to be interesting to see i do think a subway series world series would be just absolutely electric for this for this city
1: well, that's what I wanted to ask you. What do you think we'll see first—a Subway Series, Mets versus Yankees, or Rangers Islanders playoff series? Because right now, I, I, I mean, feel you like gotta the, the, Rangers- the and, you gotta say Rangers Islanders, right? The Mets and Yankees. I feel like right now, where, the, yeah. where both, where both organizations are at, and yeah. right now, I I don't know. Like you know, two years ago, it was clear cut. Islanders had the the one leg up on the Rangers, but right now, I mean, with what the Islanders have done this off season, like they haven't gotten better. I mean, they've like the, like they were terrible last year. And they haven't made any moves to get better. So,
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, they also did fire probably a top two coach in the league, yeah. which makes no sense to me. But that being said, they are in the East with us. So mm-hmm. the it odds are makes, obviously higher for the Islanders. It, it, exactly. Rangers, exactly. Like the only way you're seeing Mets Yankees is literally in the World Series. That being said, they are both contenders. And it is definitely something that's possible. Like it is something that's possible. But yeah, I don't know.
1: Is that exciting for baseball fans not from this area or or is it like are you are you tuning out basically if No, no,
0: you're tuning in. It's like this hey, dude, it's the biggest market in the world. Like uh-huh. I think you're tuning in and it it's something that hasn't happened since 2000 and it's something that like you might not see again. It's like if the Dodgers were playing I mean, I guess they can't play anybody. The Angels or the Angels I, I, in
1: the AL? Yeah, oh. but
0: the Angels haven't made the playoffs in like, 20, in like 20 years. And and then the athletics, you know, they're, they're money ball, they're bust. So they're they're not getting there anytime soon. And mm-hmm. the only other good team is is the Padres. I mean, the Giants were okay, but they're all NL. But, like, I, I don't even know how you can compare. It, it It's kind of tough to think about, like – because even then, like you think about Cubs, Cardinals, they're in the same same side too. So, like, it's really like the Yankees and the Mets are the only ones who could kind of do something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so, I, I do think it's something that's exciting. That being said, I don't know if that would be something that's exciting for New York City, like diehard Mets fans and diehard Yankee fans. Like, for me personally, you know, I'm a huge, huge Yankees fan. Like, I think it would be pretty sick, but then losing to the Mets would be like yeah. brutal. It's like a you double know I mean? whammy. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, then enough- beating
1: them would be even cool. You know, imagine like beating the Mets in the world series and having the parade. Like that'd be like a, fucking, yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: I, I think like the interesting thing right now is both teams have something really cool going for them. Like the Mets are just finding this like newfound chemistry. Uh-huh. That's very exciting. The Yankees are trying to overcome adversity, adversity, and they've, they've been playing horrible lately. So like, hopefully, you know, last night sparked something that this team's going to turn around, but then also they have Aaron Judge trying to break records here and yeah. trying to break the all-time Yankee record and arguably like the home run record if we're not counting steroids. I mean, I I don't care as much as as steroids as you know some other people do. Like I, I think Bonds has the record for sure. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it would be pretty cool if Aaron Judge did break the home run record and like you know right before he gets a huge contract, or whatever. And so I don't know. It's going to be cool. But that being said, let let's talk some football, dude. I don't really have
1: much football stuff to say. Like, do, you, what
0: the- do you play fantasy?
1: Yeah. My fantasy draft isn't until like September 6th or 7th, I think. And- okay.
0: So I have, a, I, I play regular fantasy, like with, mm-hmm. with my college friends. And then I play dynasty as well. I've been in a dynasty league for a few years. I got my draft on Tuesday night. Dynasty mm-hmm. league
1: means you'd like just, it's the same. Like, Dude, it's crazy. It's team,
0: crazy, like- man. There's trades like all year long. It's like, and my league is like super friendly with trades. So it's just wild. like, I just made a trade for Devonte Adams mm-hmm. and I traded away like two first round draft picks for him and someone else, but, but like rookie draft, you basically have like, you know how, you know how like Thibodeau and, uh, and then, you know, Jermaine Johnson, sauce Gardner, all those guys got drafted in the first to the jets and giants. Yeah. So basically you have a rookie draft that mimics that. So it's only rookies can get drafted and it's a three round rookie draft. And then in addition to that, you have your regular draft as well. Mm-hmm. But there's like contracts and stuff like that. So like basically you have anywhere between like two and eight guys on your team for like anywhere from like two to five years based on contracts and stuff. It's it's really crazy. It's like talk about armchair GM, dude. It's like it is the epitome of of an armchair GM. Mm-hmm. I just really don't have fun.
1: I don't have like the focus to do I'm I'm also not a huge football You're fan. You're also
0: not smart enough, but yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not I'm not a big enough football fan where I yeah. like you know, I share a team with one of my, yeah, yeah, no, no, I I'm,
0: I'm a huge play. football fan. It's just like been really tough for me to get into football the last, like, you know, four or five years. Cause the jets for have sure. been so bad, but like, and, and giants, but like mm-hmm. this year, you know, the jets are like, obviously the Wilson injury happened, which sucks, but like he's supposed to be back by week three, maybe week four. So it's, it's kind of unprecedented territory for the jets. And like, it's an exciting time. Cause they got all these new guys. So We'll see how we'll see how that goes. I've learned a long time ago. Like, don't get your hopes up with them, but mm-hmm. you never know. You never know, man.
1: I mean, I don't really have much to contribute as far as football talk goes. So do you want to go into the next thing? Cause I I got Yeah, nothing.
0: yeah. But the last <laughs> thing I want to say is uh-huh. is out of sports talk, like this Sunday, dude, Game of Thrones prequel is premiering. And I know it's you're a prequel? not prequel? Yes. So really? let me tell you, I know you're not the biggest TV guy, but this uh-huh. is one show that like you gotta get on. Supposedly it's gonna be the show of the year. That's what like critics are saying. And I actually, I, I sorry, I, I made a hinge last week. And one of my prompts is like, what's an unpopular
1: opinion you have? And it's game of Thrones
0: is boring. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, you can, you can go jump off, you know, wherever <laughs> you need to jump off. But. I, I just forgot that I had that though, until like
1: we started talking about it. So yeah, start. but no, you, you
0: should, you should check it out. There's gonna be a lot of dragons and shit, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, I watched the first three seasons. And no, no, no. Like, it's different though. It's different though, because it's like, that show came out like 10 years ago so it's uh-huh. like you know more modernized bigger bigger budget more dragons like all this shit sword fighting whatever but so, so not me i actually
1: dude, i went to uh my freshman year we played in a tournament in ireland and we went to winterfell yeah that's exactly. why i started watching it cuz so, we were going so i wanted yeah, to check it so out yeah so
0: you you might be an extra in this show on sunday so <laughs> you got to tune in it, it it looks good but yeah that's like all i've been like looking forward to is that and then Weirdly enough, Lord of the Rings is coming out with a prequel too. Like, like same, like you a watch week so later. Shit. <laughs> like a week later. I mean, I'm not watching anything right now. Yeah. I'm rewatching Cobra Kai. <laughs> you're just married. That's why. That's the difference. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> but um, I'm also like prepping for this move, and you're moving too soon. Hopefully, yeah. I gotta lock
1: that in. I mean, I I don't even want to talk about that.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, well, other than that, I mean, well, I have a one. show that I
1: just watched before we go into the Ranger talk. Oh. I watched White oh. Lotus. It was pretty good.
0: I like it. dude. Out of all the shows you could watch, that's the show you watch. I like I mean, at that. At least it's uh, an HBO show, so you're getting there.
1: Yeah, well, I I, I like the girl who plays um the wife Donatello, of
0: the guy who's like a
1: dickhead. What's her name? I I don't know. I don't know. She's gorgeous, like with the Alexandria Mario. Yeah,
0: she's she's my yeah. second wife. Yeah, she's. I, I have a hall pass for her. I like her a lot.
1: She's in a lot of good movies.
0: Yeah, dude, she's, she rules. She's in Hall Pass. <laughs> Um,
1: I guess on that note, should we go into some Rangers talk? We have a lot of fan questions, some good and some jokes, but we're gonna get to all of them. Yeah, okay. First one, it's a really good one, actually, from Nicholas Branca or Branca. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Sorry, it's but for sure, Branca, dude. Branca, that's what I thought. I don't know why I questioned myself, but yeah, he wants to know. Either
0: our thoughts
1: on the Rangers prospects game misconducts at the world juniors. And for anyone who doesn't know the world juniors are happening right now, they were postponed back in December. And it's been weird, right? Because like, we're so not in hockey form right now. Like I've watched some games, but not all of them. And I usually do pay attention to like almost every world juniors game in December. Cause you know, everyone's kind of on break and there's not as much to do, you know, during the winter, but the four players that have gotten game misconducts are Brett Berard, who was the most recent one, Yaroslav Schmelar, Shme- um, Will Cooley and Adam Sakura. I thought the Cooley and Sakura hits, I don't know if you saw those, Cody. Those were like kind of knee on knee, but the IHF is just like way more strict with game misconduct. So yeah. like, they'll call it, you know, even if it's a questionable one. But the Brett Berard play, which was a slew foot, and the Schmeller hit, which was actually on Othman, the Schmeller hit was a hit from, blatant hit from behind on Brennan Othman. Like, you know, that that's a clear cut game misconduct in my mind. But the Brett Berard one, just just a very undisciplined penalty. Brett Perard actually plays for Nate Lehman at Providence, or I don't know if he's going to continue to play at Providence, but I found that very interesting to take an undisciplined penalty like that in a quarterfinal game in the third period when your team is down two goals. And, you know, that's – honestly, if he takes a penalty like that in the NHL, like – that, that's that's a career not you're getting.
0: Like a, you're getting you know? All right. Career. Let's let's settle down. Yeah, but you're getting but, sent down. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like We're if, if David Quinn's coaching your team and you do that, like you might not see the ICN for a long time. Like that's it's a very undisciplined good thing. And stupid
0: penalty. Good thing. He's not a sh- uh, in the shark system. Huh?
1: Yeah. But I mean, Brett, like like as a hockey player, that's such a frustrating penalty to, to have one of your teammates take like you're down two goals in the third period or trying to move on to the semifinal. And he thinks he's like behind the play, trying to get away with it, and it's just so blatant and obvious yeah. that it just did not need to happen. And and for anyone who didn't see it, like he was kind of like on the back check and and kind of hooked this guy and stuck his leg out and tripped him. And that's just like a you know what PK Subban did to to Sammy Blay or, or whatever, like right, um, right. You know, right, yeah, similar play. So just just uncalled for. I don't know if you have an opinion on the game misconducts or whatnot, but there's been a lot, like more than ever, in this world, junior.
0: Yeah, I think it's just like more so. Let they are just like letting it rip a little more, and I I don't know if they're trying to get under their opponent's skin or or what kind of the motivation is for for doing things like that. But I mean, it 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 is what it is. Mm-hmm. Why are you why are you giving me a? I just got your text. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. And I will. But yeah, this this World Juniors has been like
1: very weird because Mm -hmm. you know i i'm not like usually people are all over it and and the attendance has been terrible it's an edmonton
0: like agreed i I, and you know what last year i like actually started watching it Mm -hmm. and i was like watching it a little bit and i'm like pretty cool pretty cool did you watch as a kid no you didn't didn't.
1: uh it was no i mean i grew up like that was my dream man like i wanted to play for team usa so bad in the world juniors like it's it's so sick actually you know you know like the first year the first year I really got into it was when Kreider was playing and Shattenkirk were playing for Team USA and uh John Tavares it was the year he was going to be the number one Mm. overall draft pick I actually went to a game um and that's kind of cool which was sick yeah yeah I
0: mean the only reason I'd watch it this year if I'm being like 100% transparent with you is for Othman like Mm -hmm. that's that's the one reason right he's he's the dude I want to see and he's like having a pretty good juniors he has like yeah. six points in four games whatever I mean you know I, I've been seeing a couple of things like he's absolutely tearing it up I, I don't think he's like like McTavish is tearing it up yeah that dude has yeah. 14 points in in six, six games or five games like that's tearing it up um that being said he's I mean he's playing pretty well I haven't seen much about anyone else besides him like is anybody mm-hmm. else playing really well that you know about in our system
1: um cool look good I, I don't think he's been unreal but he's what he's about Sycardia so, I haven't watched much. I've just seen some mm-hmm. highlights. Um, you know, it's not a very exciting team, so it's, like, it's hard to really pay attention Slow to that. Slowbacks? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much all I got on the World Juniors. Yeah. The next question we got is... Wait, from-
0: actually, yeah. the only other thing I have to add is tomorrow's the semifinals, right? I believe so.
1: Well, yeah. this is coming out Monday, so...
0: Yeah, so I guess that's true. Okay, yeah. so Friday's the semifinals, and Team USA got upset, which yes. kind of sucks, but... It's what Canada, Czech, and then Sweden, Finland. So yep. I feel like we got a couple, couple of good prospects playing. So I might actually tune in. Um, if Canada wins against Czech, which they should, they should, and like, I don't really care about the Sweden, Sweden, Finland game. But like, if Canada wins, then I'm probably gonna try and watch the finals just so mm-hmm. that I can see Hoffman. I yeah, wanna-
1: and it's gonna be sick. It's probably gonna be a sold out crowd at Edmonton, even though it's you know, yeah. end of August, but yeah, the Canadians always show up for the world juniors. But yeah. the next question we have, and I'll let you defend yourself here is from Joey nine, nine, two, seven. Why is Cody good such old a Joe? Memory?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess only, only God can answer that one. So, uh, you know, Joe, I, I hope you get beamed up and, uh, you know, go UFOs. Now we'll move on to someone. A lot of Ranger fans
1: know AJ Castiglia. Have you ever liked anyone from class more than a friend?
0: Many times, <laughs> many, many times. You know that's
1: from, right? Yeah, of
0: course. I don't know. Okay, I was making sure. Do you want to tell the viewers or you're Yeah, Billy Madison? Well, it's dude, it's one of my silent. favorite like lines to DM girls. It's it's so fun. Dude, Adam Sandler is such a king. Yeah. My favorite. What's your all right, side note, what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie?
1: I I mean I grew up on Billy Madison, but like as okay. of late, it's it's that's my boy. Like I I love that's my really? boy. Really? Probably one of the worst ones. But, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, Andy Samberg's great, but
1: have you heard the story about Andy Samberg's like actual wedding when Adam Sandler showed up dressed as Donnie Burger? No,
0: but that's that's amazing, fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think he talked what's about online, on late night shows. What's yours? I'm asking you. Oh, do you want me to guess? Yeah, um, think before you speak.
1: No, I'm gonna. What's your
0: favorite Adam Sandler movie?
1: Why do I have a feeling it's Big Daddy?
0: That's actually an amazing guess, uh-huh. and that's actually number two. What's right ahead, right ahead of Happy Gilmore, number three.
1: Okay. I, I don't want to say Happy Gilmore and be it's basic. Not, yeah. not,
0: do you want to know what number dude? Number one. And it's like I've watched this movie, not even kidding you, maybe 25 plus times and know pretty much every single line is anger management. Anger management. That's so interesting, really. Dude, love give anger her a 10-second friendship. Give her a 10-second friendship, Davy. I was screaming uh, it at the game yesterday, and, right? and somebody, somebody like in front of me, started cracking up.
1: The, uh, you can do it, Davey! I Give mean, me I a actually
0: like friendship.
1: I've always wondered too. Like, honestly, like I there's so many things that I obviously ask Adam Sandler if I ever met him. But one Dude. of the things I'd I'd be curious to ask is like that Yankee scene. Like, how do you f- film that? Like, which one with De- Derek Jeter? Uh, what's his name? Roger Clemens and, and that whole scene. Like, like they're not doing that in the middle of a game. Like, how are you? How is that being filmed? Yeah, like I mean, I'm. St- I'm so they, curious about that.
0: I mean, I mean, they actually did though. Like, not in the middle of a game, but like they got all those guys on there.
1: But how, like,
0: how are they? I don't know. They must have just staged it and been like, "Yo, Adam Sandler wants you to fit." I mean, dude, Adam Sandler was the bit like the biggest actor in town then, like crazy. During whenever that came out, I think it was like two thousand or something like that. Like, he was like the biggest dude. He was he was one of the biggest OGs out there. And low key, my favorite character in that movie was John Turturro as Chuck. Oh my god, crazy angry man, dude, unreal! When he jumped out of the tree at the end and they started singing "I Feel Pretty," just. Oh, man, I'm going to watch that movie tonight. Galaxia. Oh, why did I think her name was like... Something like that. I don't know. Uh, something with a T. I don't know. It might be. I don't know. But next question. Maybe it was Galaxia. Yeah.
1: This is from Sammy Hockey.
0: Tressa or something. I don't
1: know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find it after. All right. We'll, Sammy we'll Hockey, 36. Not Rangers related, but I want to know if you think Ottawa will make the playoffs. Go, do you want to start? Do you want me to start?
0: Not Rangers related, but I want to know if you think Ottawa will make the playoffs. Um... It's a good question. I think they made some really good moves and it's going to be tough because the East is pretty much locked in. Like I, I don't see much changing unless like the Penguins or Bruins somehow fall out. You know what? I'm going to say, yeah, you I'm are. Gonna say they, I'm going to say they sneak in the eighth spot.
1: Wow. I'm saying no. And I, I don't expect the Penguins or Bruins to drop. I think if anyone's going to drop, it's the caps. The Capitals are the team that I'm. I'm thinking about might have a disappointing year, but I, dude, Ottawa, like, sure they improved. Is their goaltending and defense good enough to make the playoffs? I'm not too sure. I think their starter this year is gonna be Cam Talbot, and their defensemen are solid, but they're young. Dude, um, Cam Talbot's good. Yeah, but is he is he a good enough goalie to carry a team like that to the playoffs? Because I mean, Boston Boston's goaltending is very strong. They have Olmark and Swayman, a good one-two punch. Cam Talbot's gonna play probably fifty to fifty-five games, so you know. It, it, it's it's a tough question i i don't think they're good
0: enough yet they, do. they got jerue they got their top six Pat. is good they Patrick got the beast matthew joseph like mm-hmm. i don't know man i i just
1: don't think so i i think the atlantic division i think the four teams are going to stay the same it's the bruins the panthers the lightning and the leafs like i, I don't see them finishing ahead of either of those four okay. teams
0: i mean the bruins didn't really make any moves did they like they they lured up f- out of retirement congrats they got
1: pavel zaka for Eric Hall, I believe, and that's about it. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, their goaltending to me that that's you know they have a really good they have a one A and one B.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs, I could see them being very competitive and and getting you know pretty close and closing that gap so that maybe dude the Met, the East and the the Metro and the Atlantic are just going to be so good. I mean, yeah. there's there's not really many teams this year who like got worse outside of the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Like that's it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, so, I'm I'm really excited for the whole NHL season, but especially the Eastern Conference. It's it's yeah. as tight as it's ever been this year. You know, yeah. if you ask me, good um, question. I agree. Yeah, great question. Next one we got, uh, Maddie Mc underscore Fly, the chosen mm. one. Opinions on trying Jones, Robertson, Lundquist on three LD.
0: Yeah, I think. That's it. Like that's it's going to be one of those three as our defensive pair for for uh, lefty on that third pair, and I think Jones probably has a slight edge. I think you know everybody likes him. He kind of has grit to him. Lundqvist didn't show enough of what he needed to last year. Um, That being said, do I think the position's a lock? No, I think it's going to be a wide open competition, and whoever outplays the other two in training camp and in preseason games is is going to be the one to get first crack at that slot.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the only thing, well, not the only thing, but, um, you know, like you said, just piggybacking off of you, I think Jones is the clear cut favorite out of the three. And what gives him that extra advantage is his ability to play in the power play also, right? Like, you know, that at second unit, it was true, but pretty much last year running the point. And I know people want Keandre to run the point also. But if you ask me, Zach Jones is as good as anyone at walking the blue line. Not anyone. He's not like Kel McCarr or Fox, but um, he's right up there with being able to walk the blue line, just his vision. And you don't really need the hardest shots around a power play, right? Like we've seen it with Fox. Like you just need to get shots through because,
0: you know, Kreider will be there. It's like it you're or... thrown in a little UMass bias there, but probably dang. probably a little UMass
1: bias, but he, he did run the second unit sometimes whenever he was in the lineup. So he has the experience, but um, you know, out of those three, I like, I wouldn't think Lundqvist is going to play power play time.
0: If he's in the lineup, like I got to say, man, I, if Lundqvist doesn't lock in that spot this year, if Jones beats him out, like might be trade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, what else are they going to do? If, yeah. if Jones solidifies himself as that third pair, like there's literally no slot anytime soon for Lundqvist. I I would assume they're going to try and find, you know, something for him. I don't know. Um,
1: Next question from puck talk. CS underscore podcast revisiting thoughts on the boots trade with the cap situation and right wing log jam. You're up. I, I still would have made the trade. You know, Booch is a solid player, you know, can score goals, can make plays,
0: he would have or wouldn't have?
1: Would have, he would have, would have. He, he's, he's a good hockey player. Is he the guy that's really gonna help get them over? Like, I'd rather Lafreniere get the first line minutes than Boots Navich.
0: Completely agree, you know, completely agree. It's it's, I agree. it's so tough. it is tough. And and the only reason I'm saying I agree with you is they had to make a move. They didn't yeah. have the cap to, you know, whatever. And like you could look back and be like, damn, they shouldn't have signed Truba or whatever to that. But like now he's our captain. So it's mm-hmm. like you kind of look it, you look at it like apples to oranges and, you know, Booch is a fantastic player. He's actually my boy. I have his uh autographed winner classic puck oh, right sick. here. Did but, you win um, that or
1: you got? You got him to sign it.
0: I waited in line for eleven hours for him to no say, sign- No, I'm kidding. No, oh. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember MSG used to do like those mystery pucks? I actually got it in in one of those. So it was pretty I don't even cool. remember that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd and say. then of course I have you know the goat Panarin's uh, as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. I mean, you know, it, it's like as I'll use a Johnny quote that he uses all the time. And yes, he's used it a hundred times. Like we had to let. Pavel Buchnevich walk nah. to let the Rangers fly. So, that's not the quote. But <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I know right you stay run, but you yeah. know, running is running is for the week. I like to fly. Ryan Strom um,
1: walks so Brennan Hoffman could run.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean that's that's really all I have to say on that. Like they had to make the move. They had to make some type of move and unfortunately, he was he was just the casualty. And it's like you look back at it, would you have rather let like Kreider walk for yeah. him? No. I mean, yeah. he had 52 goals. So it's like you can look at it any way you want to. And and we didn't really get a full look at Blay either because he got hurt. And in mm-hmm. the 10 games or however many games he played for us, everybody loved I think him. it was 10, so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess we'll see kind of how he does, and then like we can revisit this exact question next offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, it is what it is.
1: I agree. Well said. Next one, T. licky Do you think Jack Johnson Tyler. Re- repeats now that he's signed with the Hawks? is it too early to start Hawks talk about tanking for Bedard?
0: So this is, this is uh, my, my buddy Tyler and um, he is from Chicago and he's a Hawks fan. Um, I do think Jack Johnson sucks. So have fun with that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't think it's ever too early for the Hawks to tank for Bedard because he That's is why lighting they did it up. what They did also. Yeah, like. And he is lighting it up in yeah. the worlds as well. And he is going to be a very, very good hockey player. And the funny thing is he kind of reminds me a little bit of Debrinkat who they just traded away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, have fun with that. He's uh
1: he's an interesting player. Cause he's, as far as the Debrinkat conversation goes like similar shot, not, not, a, not the same release. Yeah. I just, um, I just
0: meant in terms of like, dyna- dynamic sc- yeah. prolific score, like little guy, is he little? He's little, but he's oh, he's a yeah. way
1: better skater than it I yeah. would say he's like a more elusive skater, but um, you know, it's it's definitely a, a fair comparison. Yeah, I mean, I think it's obvious that they're tanking for Bedard, and people have to remember also before their three cups, like they were pretty fucking terrible. Also, like in the early two thousands, and then they yeah. got Kane Taves that whole rebuild. So like, well, they need an
0: entire overhaul to yeah. their brass, like which is their what brass, they did with Kane yeah. And Taves, so like know? they they needed that bad because obviously all that stuff happened, which was insane and you know they needed that overhaul they did it and so on like if you want to talk about like the Bujnevich trade like I'll talk about the Debrinket trade that trade should have never happened and that's just insane to me to trade a 24 year old 40 goal scorer who you should be building your team around not just giving them away for you know picks whatever so if there's one trade that I am I looked at this off season, I was just baffled by it was it was that one Debrinket so yeah
1: yeah um that's all i'd say about that one but the next question is from ufo joe now that the season is done looking back at the cop deal would you do that again and all it really meant for the cop deal was that we didn't get a first round pick this year you know i i would say i would do it again also cop was you know a key contributor to the playoff run and um you know obviously it was an incredible spring incredible run and it was great for not only you know cop and vitrano and all these guys to whatever get that experience but for the young guys to get that experience and to go that far and you know, had the Rangers lost in the first round, but got a first round pick this year. Like, would that put them in a good position? Probably not. So I would go back and do it again. Draft picks don't always pan out. This year was great. It was fun. It was exciting. And it's great for the future. And, you know, that's all I really have to say about that. Likewise, you, you took it out of my out of my mouth. So. <laughs> and the last question, which is a great one from Dpar518. often clearly a top six future NHL threat. Where do you see him? Trade piece or future New York Ranger?
0: Yeah, absolutely a future New York Ranger. There's no question about it to me. This guy's going to be a staple in our top six in the future. He is so dynamic. He's fast. He has an incredible shot. He's good on assists. Um, I I can't say enough good things about him. I think he's the most excited I've been about a prospect since, like, Chris Kreider. Like, I I am very, very high on this guy, yes. I don't think there's anybody I've been, like, more excited about, like, even, even Kako in the front of the air. Yeah. I, I think this guy's gonna be a great player for us. I think he's, you know, going to have one more year where he's, you know, working on everything he's working on and he's going to be, unfortunately not with the Rangers this year, but it's not to say he might not get called up at some point. And I think next year he's going to be on this team and they're going to give him a legit shot. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen with Kako, right? He signed that two year deal. Like I definitely think this guy can take his spot. Um, especially if he keeps doing what he's doing.
1: I completely agree. And and if you ask me, like he's exactly what the Rangers are looking for, right? He's a he's a tough two way player, gets in on the forecheck, check, gets to the front of the net, can score goals. You kind of said it all, right? Like yeah, he, he does pretty much everything. And he's a guy that we've all watched in the world juniors and he's thrown the body. He's little he's so done like everything. big too. He's six foot, yeah. so he's like a big dude. He's done everything you could ask for as a as a coach, right? Like any coach that's watched him must love his game. So um, you know, like you said, I think he comes in and might replace Kako or even Kraftsob in the next couple of years. And, you know, he he, he could I be talked Kraftsov, about. Man. Well, he could be talked about depending on how the Rangers are doing this year. If they're like, a, you know, they obviously are a contender right now, but if they're really pushing to win the Stanley Cup this year, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of rumblings about him come deadline
0: time. Because, yeah, I mean, if he's lighting it up, the the thing about him is like, how do you send him back to Flint? Because he can't go, he can't go to Hartford, can't go to right? AHL. So no, like, can't. how do you send him back to Flint? When you don't he, have a choice. I know it's like it's kind of unfortunate, but it's like I don't know. It kind of, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out for sure. If he has the craziest camp of all time and is like outplaying starters, like how do you not give him a shot with the lineup? I mean, look at Keandre Miller. Nobody ever thought that guy was going to start with the team, and then he was a surprise. He made the team and and hasn't hasn't been back since.
1: I thought he had a rough rookie year though. Keandre didn't have like a great rookie year, but his sophomore, I mean, his, his sophomore year was, you know, obviously he was the most improved player by far, but
0: yeah. Yeah. But again, they're, they're two totally different guys that you're looking at here, right? Like, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. And I would definitely be very excited about this kid because Mm -hmm. I do think he is going to be someone who like slots right in and is like, not a guy you're gonna say, "Oh man, we need to give him time to start like letting the points rip." I think he's gonna be the first guy we've had in a long time to like immediately Make it immediate, Yeah. immediate yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, But I'm very excited to watch him, and it's gonna be a fun training camp. I I, I haven't really paid much attention to training camps in the past, but yeah. you know this year I think it's a little different, and for sure. It's gonna be a lot of fun because obviously every everything's up in the air right now as far as lines. Are cope. they
0: doing Traverse City again? Yeah, right. They're doing yeah, Traverse it's every City. year. Yeah. So that that'll actually be kind of interesting to look at that one and see kind of who's in that and you know stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, training camp's got to start soon, right? Somewhat soon.
1: I believe September. like the twentieth September. Oh wait, uh, I think it's like you know third week of September it starts. Yeah. Okay. I know Vince is gonna post something about it.
0: I think this coming week. Yeah, so that'll be good. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have anything else to add, do you.
1: Yeah, no, thank you guys for sending in questions. Um, you know, obviously, it's hard to talk about a lot of things this time of year, but those are great, and it was a lot of fun, and a lot of things to look forward to. Football and, around the corner, and, and we had ramping
0: up an absolutely awesome guest next week. You guys are gonna love them. You know them. You live them. You breathe them. Um, Should we say it or no? No, no, no. Let's keep them on their toes. Okay.
1: Keep it a surprise. But we love you guys. Hope you have a great week. And we'll talk to you next Monday. LFGR.